Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. This is CME on ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Michael Corkett. Here with me today is Dr. Pete Kushida. We've talked about the three different agents that are available for the treatment of narcolepsy that all contain oxabate. Two of them are twice nightly formulations, and one is a once nightly formulation. And we heard about the efficacies, which is shown that they're efficacious for cataplexy and excessive daytime sleepiness, and also improve nighttime sleep. But how about the safety thing? Can you tell us a bit about the safety information from the clinical trial data? Sure, Michael. So one of the more common types of adverse reactions that have been noticed in adults with greater than or equal to 5% were things like nausea, headache, dizziness, also vomiting, somnolence, bedwetting, and tremor. So these are some typical adverse reactions that might occur in low frequency in these patients when they're compared at least twice the incidence with placebo. Things that we always kind of are concerned with these class of medications are things like CNS depression. So we always want to make sure that when these medications are taken, it's not coupled with another central nervous system depressant. And then, you know, sleepiness in the daytime can be a carryover effect. So we would always want to consult patients against hazardous activities, like if they have to go on a long drive or where they have to be very mentally alert at their job or other type of positions where they might be in hazardous situations. So the sleepiness is an issue. And then another thing that we also keep in the back of mind is depression. So in some patients, there have been depression as well as some suicidality. So that's something to keep in mind. And then sleepwalking can occur. It's not that frequent, but it can occur in certain patients. And lastly, and we'll be talking about this later, is that given the sodium content, it's not really a cause of concern, but it is something to look at in specific classes of patients. Thank you, Cleet. So these three medications have very similar symptoms or adverse effects, don't they? And so overall, oxabate is very safe when taken in the prescribed manner. In general, the side effects tend to occur when you initiate the treatment in the first couple of weeks of treatment. And the one that tends to come on a bit later seems to be that enuresis, and that often increases with the highest dose. But we have to bear in mind that these clinical trials, and in the clinical trials, they weren't able to advise the patients about other measures to take to reduce that enuresis. For example, what we clinically do is to ask patients to reduce the amount of fluid intake before going to bed and also make sure that they go to the bathroom before they take their medicine at night. And that tends to lessen the enuresis that was seen in the clinical studies. Well, this has been a great bite-sized discussion. Unfortunately, our time is up. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash Prova. Thank you for listening.